Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us today on the Power Your Life show, and I'm Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here, and we send out our thoughts to many people across the globe who need our support right now, whether it's in the United States or Australia or wherever you are in the world, remember that you're not alone and that there are people who care. Speaking of caring, oftentimes we go through different challenges in our lives. Some can be more traumatic, more catastrophic than others. And we sometimes wonder, how do people do it? How do people get through some of the most difficult times that they have? And what makes what allows them or makes them have that ability to survive and even thrive beyond what we see is possible or what we even think is possible and today i want to share with you someone who to me is an inspiration because of her story and her strength i'm not going to tell you about her story she's going to tell you about her story but it's so important to hear that because it can actually give us hope as well as as faith and to be able to know, hey, I can move on, I could do this too, and that's so important when we're inspired that way. And I'm talking about a very special friend, Diana Wicks, who will inspire you. She's a survivor of a traumatic brain injury and recently lupus, and yet her determination and her upbeat attitude are beyond contagious. She's a spokesperson for people with traumatic brain injuries as well as for veterans, and Diana has also worked with the Board of Mental Retardation and Developmental Disabilities in Springfield, Ohio. And she shares not only with us but with all the people that she worked with her optimism and the will, the will, folks, to not be defeated regardless of our, regardless of your circumstances. Welcome, Diana Wicks. How are you? I'm doing good. (laughs) Thanks for having me on the show. It's my pleasure. Now, when I when you told me a little bit about your story when you were younger, I was like, oh my goodness, like how does that happen? So what I would like you to do is to, is tell people, I don't want to do that, I want you to do that, tell people about that fall, about what happened, and a little bit about what happened afterwards, and we'll go from there. Okay. Well, I, I was born in Grafton, North Dakota, and um, two years after that, uh, we moved to Springfield, Ohio, and uh, anyway, my mom, you know, she was pretty violent, you know, and one day she got mad for some reason, 
Well, you know how dollars are getting into some. She uh, decided to throw me down the banister, and I don't know what happened after uh, that. How old that were you is, when she? Threw, how old were you, Diana, when she threw you down the banister? I'm two years old, and she even admitted this before she passed away to me and my husband. Uh, said, um, you know, I threw you down the banister. Me and my husband were in shock among everything she did. Uh, you know, I cut, I forgive her. I cut ties with her, but you have to learn well, to forgive. Let me ask this because we'll get to forgiveness in a little bit. But what I want to, I want to understand is. Okay, so she threw you down the banister. You had a head injury from that, correct? Yeah, I did have the head injury. I grew up, you know, with the abusive, uh, dysfunctional parents, and I want to be open about this. I'm having trouble hearing you, Diana. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. So, in terms of your abilities and your challenges when you were growing up with this head injury, what happened? Were you able to read? Were you able to write? I mean, how how did it affect affect your brain? Okay, it affected me in school, elementary. I kept crying. I didn't understand what was going on. Went to the doctor, even went to a psychiatrist, and back then they had a hard time, you know, determining, uh, except through EEG, about brain injuries. That said, I got an EEG done, and that's when I found out. And So you didn't know before me, then that you had a brain injury? I I did not. That's how cruel she was. And no, I did not know. Even about that, I think also. I think also that doctors didn't have an an understand that much of an under you know understanding of brain injury too. Did she take you? Well, you don't. Did she after you after she threw you down the stairs? Did she take you to the hospital or? Uh, Or you don't even know. I I had no memory of it. I just found out years later when she admitted to me, and my husband Jan that you know she had done that. I was shocked, and she said, you know, if uh, you know, I told anybody she was stupid. So that you can't get an idea, and you know. Okay, I so I so so um. That's crazy that you didn't know crazy, but it's it's astounding that you that you went on for all those yeah. years not knowing I, why you were, why you were having all those challenges, and she never shared that to you till like much later in life with you, like you said, with you and your husband. Um, what are some of the challenges that you faced in terms of of because a lot of people don't understand what a traumatic brain injury is, a TBI. So, what were some of the challenges that you faced with that? Can you can you highlight those for us? Oh, sure. I had problems in school. Yes, I was put in special education because that pulled down my learning abilities. But I wasn't one that 
like that to beat me. Then I would put on Rivlin. You know, they did that with kids back in the day. And, right, um, I know. It, it did help. The Ritalin actually was my escape back then, believe it or not. Uh, you know, it just I just kept to myself. I was in a shelter, and I thought, well, I thought to myself, this can't go on forever. And, you know, and the older I got, the more redundancy I got. Yeah, so let me ask. Let me ask you this because I want to go back to that a little bit. In terms yeah. of some of the challenges that you had, how did they? How did? How did you work with them? I mean, you in terms what? of learning. Did you have special help? Did you? I mean, have you conquered all no. that? I guess. I'm, go ahead. No, I, actually, I did this all on my own. Most everything I did on my own. I I don't know what it is in me that ticks. I, you know, I you. It's like this, okay? You don't forgive them; they win. You forgive them. Okay, I'm win. not talking about the forgiveness you know. part. I wanted to focus right now on the head injury, the traumatic brain yeah. injury. So how what did you do to help heal yourself? I think that's so important for people who are going through these challenges in terms of a head injury and may not know what to do. So what did you do, if you can recall, what did you do to help yourself get better? I just, uh, you know, going to school helped uh, you know, uh, just having a positive attitude. Okay, and a positive attitude and not giving up is 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 your whole story, which is so very important to people, because a lot of times people decide, oh, this is horrible, I can't go on, I can't, and your your life is proof that no matter what. You can still go forward. Oh. So let's go ahead. And as, oh, sorry. And as well, yeah, the nightmares came. I've had nightmares, you know, learning disabilities, physical uh, struggles, uh, you know, that uh, stress, you know, fatigue that comes along with it. And, you know, when I was saying nobody could figure out what was going on. With and you know, I would come and I would go because of the brain injury, and it it changes your path. But even though it changes your path, you can always make it positive at the same time. No matter how hard it is, you know, and your physical uh, struggles and all, even with the lupus, you know, I had my challenges like everybody, you know. And growing up was not easy. Especially growing up with an alcoholic dad and a <laughs> abusive mom, but uh, somehow I I just had to grin and bear it, and with the you know lack of sleep and the school and all, and I would play hooky because I didn't know what I I now didn't do you understand what. 
do you still have some of those those challenges, or have they gone away, or did, have you just uh, learned to work with them? I, what? Well, I wouldn't say they all gone away. Um, you know, um, that's they like, have uh, or they have not. But some of them have, uh, like us. I can get fatigued, uh, or, or I could be talking about something and forget just like that and remember a minute later. But uh, I get a pretty good memory, but uh, as far as pain, I get fibromyalgia. You've heard of that. Right. So Fibre- you have some of the yeah. fibromyalgia. So you have pain in your body. Sometimes there's there are some memory problems, and like you said, the oh. fatigue. Because um, your yeah. body probably is working, body and your brain is probably working overtime, which I mean, it's, 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 to try to try to help you. What's that? Yeah, sometimes it does work overtime. Sometimes, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it it I think it has to to keep up a little bit. So you were talking earlier about um, that you had to get to a point where you forgave your mother for throwing you down the stairs and um right. can you share what can you share how you did that and when you did that to our listeners because i think like you said forgiveness is so important for us so can you share that part of the story yeah sure well i don't i've always had forgiveness in my heart and the yeah, but I knew I had to forgive her. It's something I wanted to do because I couldn't move on. If I couldn't forgive her, and you you got to forgive because you got to move on. That's part of the healing, you know, the, the part of healing, even though, you know, there are certain consequences that you have to suffer with, you know, after the fact that, I told her before she passed away that I did forgive her, you know, and uh, I was able. When was that? Uh, and she died about mm, I would say about twenty years ago. I told her okay. I forgave her, and you when know, you she, told her uh, that, did she say anything, or was she too sick uh, to respond? She was pretty much sick to respond. Yeah, she was. But I told her I forgave her, and you know, that I even hugged her as well too. You know, but I'm I'm just proud of myself. You know, even though you know I still suffer certain consequences, I tried to take a more positive approach until ever, no matter. How there's people worse off in the world, you know. You gotta learn to you know, forget because I think that's so important yeah. that you have that kind of attitude. And yeah, there are people worse off, but you know what you've done because there are so many people who firstly don't forgive and they hold on to that for whatever challenge for so long and like you said it actually affects them. Forgiveness is really about, like you said, how how it set you free, which is so important to be able to move on, move forward in your life. And 
I think for our listeners, that's so very important that they recognize that, I mean, I remember working with, with someone who had sexual abuse, and she was very angry. She said, I won't forgive him. I can't forgive him. I, I said, what if you'd ever had to see him again? And, it, and again, like you said, Diana, it wasn't about forgiving him. It was more about forgiving him for you so that you weren't holding on to all that toxicity within you. And she had a very, very difficult time letting go. But you seem to to be able to do that. I'm not saying it's easy, but to be able to do that and recognize why it's so important, which to me is a beautiful gift because you teach that too. So now you also work with with other people, like you, you're a spokesperson. What do you do with that? When you do, you go into facilities. Do you? How do you help yeah. other? How do you help so other survivors? Yeah, like in a veterans' places, VA and stuff. You know. I tell them, you know, don't give up, don't give up hope because, you know what, a lot of them uh, veterans are actually, you know, come back with a TBI and, you know, they have to, re, you know, relearn to do stuff over again. It's very difficult. Sure, it's easy for somebody to tell them, but I live the story, you know. On that, I love the story. I give encouragement. I try to tell people, you, you know, uh, MRDD and people, you know, in the veterans, you know, not to give up hope. You know, there's still a silver lining. You know, uh, I try you know, I, I love that because oftentimes we don't know that there is a silver lining or what that is. And and like you said, you're you when you're working with these people, you're standing before them and you've experienced it's not experienced what they may be going through. So it's not somebody that just says, Oh, don't give up hope or whatever. It's somebody that's endured and gone through that too. So what does it mean to you to not give up hope? How do you live that yeah. now? Because I, I, I push myself. I push myself, and you know, and what I, you know, get to other people, I get back because they see the inspiration in me, and I try to get back at the people, and they appreciate it because they realize that what I'm giving back is genuine. It's not just talk. It's genuine because the person can tell they're somebody's genuine or not. I try to give them hope no matter how low they feel. I try my best to bring them up, you know, because that's what I want. I want a world where there's so much, not so much stigma, negativity, and there's just... I'm totally so with you on that. I think that's so important. So let's switch gears a little bit. Because you now have been diagnosed, I don't know when that was, with lupus. Can you explain what lupus is to some of our listeners? Yeah, uh, lupus is actually uh, an autoimmune disease. It uh, what type, There's three types of lupus, but the type I have, not to confuse everybody. Uh, mine deals with the organs. 
it can actually shut down your body's organs totally. I what happened to me is um, uh, your platelets get so low, and I get blaming, and I didn't know why. So uh, I went to the doctor rheumatologist. They're usually the ones I know that. And uh, anyway, uh, she took some uh, specific blood tests, the specialized ones, and I found out I had uh, the worst form of lupus. And uh, when when did you know, find I, that out? Recently? Within a year? Two years? About, three years? About five years ago. And she said, she looked at me, she said, you could got, uh, you know, serious, serious form of uh, lupus. And uh, she said, you're lucky you caught it in time because it will shut down your organs. I'm doing fine, but see what it does to you. It gets your fibromyalgia and fatigue and, you know, it just... Uh, Is there any medication that that they give you for what you have for yeah, the lupus or no? Yeah, plaquenil, hydrochloric. Okay. Yeah, that and that. So does uh, that scare you? Uh, does that scare you at all that you have lupus, or how did you respond to that when you found out? I was, you know, and it just really surprised me for some reason. I, you know, I just knew there was something going on, and I was ready for whatever what that she had to tell me. I guess that was, you know, that's why I wasn't so surprised. But, um, you know, as as long as I take my practical, then you know, I'm I'm going to be fine. But if I don't take it, that that's like uh, life support for me. If they didn't have that, I probably would have to take chemotherapy and uh, bone marrow. At one time, the doc, my oncologist said, you know, if your blood platelets any lower, we're going to have to take the bone marrow. And I prayed because they got as low as 60, and that's pretty low. Well, you know, it's amazing to, again, to hear all the stuff that you've been through and and to still be laughing. And I know that you share, like you said earlier, you share a lot of beautiful messages about inspiration and, and hope. And, and I just think it's wonderful because you're not only are you helping people with TBI, traumatic brain injury, veterans and people with lupus, those messages help other people as well. I think that's so important. So we're almost out of time. What would you like to have our listeners take away from from your experience and from our conversation today? Well, I wanted to know that they should never give up. Always forgive, no matter what your circumstances are, because it's a pathway of healing. And just give back to others, you know. You know, love and kindness can go a long way, especially if you're in a lot of, you know, emotional pain, physical pain. The love you 
I agree. We're losing you. Diana, tell our listeners how they can reach you if they need to reach you, but but um, have it was having trouble hearing you. So give our listeners a, a indication of how they could reach you. Oh, okay. You mean my email? Well, is there any is there any information that you want people to have in terms of getting in touch with you? Yes or no, or it doesn't matter. Whatever you want. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. They can uh, go to my uh, email address. It's uh, Diana, D-I-A-N-A, dot Winkle, I mean, dot Wick, W-I-C-K-S, at Outlook.com. So Diana, dot Wicks, W-I-C-K-S, at Outlook.com. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'd be happy to give them inspiration. It's so important to me, you know, that I can inspire, uh, you know, others. We're all meant uh, to be on earth for a reason, and this is what I was meant to do. I really believe that. You know, I think that's so important that even though you had – these challenges, you figured out, you found out that that your role from all of this, like you just said, is to provide people with, with that hope and inspiration. And you do that. I know because I see it on a daily basis. You do that so beautifully and you support others. Thank so you. I want to personally thank you for all you do and for helping others and for being so resilient and strong and showing others the way that they can too. So thank you so much for all that you do, Diana. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. And I want to tell you something. I enjoyed this so much. I hope you have me on the show again. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you so much. Here. Bye-bye. So think about what Diana said, Diana Wicks, because, again, we all go through – it may not be the same kinds of challenges, and we all go through challenges that sometimes we think, how am I ever going to get beyond this or past this or how, or how am I going to function or deal with my life or, or resume my life or whatever. And like Diana Wick said, that oftentimes there's a, a message and there's some beautiful positivity that comes out of it you may not know, and I know that firsthand as well from some of my own challenges in life, but you may not know the gift of all that immediately, but they do show up. And, again, having the same kind of attitude that Diana had, which is the one of being resilient, of being able to forgive, I mean, having a parent throw you down the stair or throw you down – the whatever, and, and you're a toddler, like she said, two years old, and you're hitting your head, and it was because of her her mother's rage, and really, I mean, think about sometimes people will hold on to that anger, that hurt, that I can't forgive that person, I never will, but Diana was able to get past that and be able to forgive her mother, and I believe, like she said, that it set her free, and it can set you free, too. So remember that, that it's so important. And think about no matter what you're going through, that's why we call this Power Your Life, you have the ability 
to move forward, to even look at your challenges and and figure out how to make them work for you. There are so many people who have them and doing incredible things despite that, and that's so important for us to to know and to realize and to embrace as our own. So if you want to get a hold of me, I'll give you the short version. Go to doc, D-O-C-W-H-I-T-E dot org. Find out more about upcoming shows, blogs, and other kinds of information. And remember that you are very important and you need to honor and respect yourself and you need to do whatever you need to do to move forward in your life and to take a few steps to power your life. Don't have to do it all at once, but take those steps forward and you will be so glad that you did. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit docwhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.